You're invited to the healthcare cookout. Hey everyone, welcome back to Healthcare Cookout. I'm your host, Stephanie. Here on Healthcare Cookout, we explore what it means to be a minority healthcare professional and hear from people in different professions about what they do and how they got there. This week, I have the pleasure of learning from Kidwina Remy, a board certified critical care registered nurse who has selflessly served as a frontline nurse during the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kidwina. Thank you, Chisholm. <laughs> on. No problem. Um, so first things first, what is a registered nurse? Like, what do you do? Um, a registered nurse. So like you said, I'm a board certified registered nurse. So I went through tr a traditional BSN program. I'm from the New Jersey area. So I graduated from Seton Hall and that program was about four years. Um, and then from 2017, I started on um, a vascular med search unit. And from then on, I went into critical care, um, started taking care of ICU patients and what, COVID hit around 2020. And <laughs> that's when I started <laughs> travel nursing. Uh, so we, we can go in many different scenarios in the healthcare field. I've gone through hospitals, home care. Now I do travel nursing, which means like I'm in different locations as um, while I perform my duties as a nurse. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of, there's a lot of niches in, in healthcare, especially with nursing. Right. Um, and so you said a little bit about your position in like the quick care nursing. So like, what is your day-to-day -day like life like as a quick care nurse? Well, right now I would say I work the day shift. So it's seven to basically eight, 8 PM, 7 AM to 8 PM. And I usually start my day with one or two patients, critical patients. I round with doctors. I make sure my patient's needs are met physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, I'm talking, I'm communicating with the patients, their families, um, so many um, members of the interdisciplinary healthcare team um, trying to you know, find the best solution to get my patient home or out of the hospital. Um, so it's pretty busy job. It's kind of hectic, especially now with COVID. I do work on a COVID ICU unit. Um, I've been doing this since the pandemic started in March. Um, I actually started travel nursing in March and anybody who knows anything about <laughs> travel nursing, they think it's like the coolest job. I thought it was the coolest job and it still is. You could go to any location and, you know, perform your duties and make more money um, than you would if you were a staff RN in that state. Um, but since I did do it during the time the pandemic hit, it was a little bit more stressful. I was a little bit more limited in where, I wouldn't say where I could go, but where I, I just thought it was just going to be <laughs> way more fun. <laughs> But I, I understand the restrictions we have right now and um, in order to keep everybody safe. So that makes sense. Um, all right. So like what exactly is travel nursing? Like I know you kind of touched upon a little bit about being able to go, but like what's the difference between like someone who just like changes jobs and someone who's a travel nurse? So with travel nursing, you can actually go to different states and, you know, perform your job and earn tax free stipends. Wow. So if you say I get a job in Texas, 
they'll give me a tax-free stipend to cover housing and um, food. Um, so all that, that amount would be tax-free. And then on top of that, you'd be earning your hourly pay um, from the hospital or for the, from the travel agency that you work with. Um, that would be taxed, but for most of your pay, I would say it isn't taxed. So you take a lot more money back home. Mm -hmm. And that's why people prefer over their staff jobs. They right. earn more money. Plus you could take more money back home. I see. And like how long is like travel nursing? Is there a limit on how long you have to be somewhere or like anything like that? Usually um, I was reading that you have to say if I did an assignment in Texas, I could only be there for about a year until they would consider me a resident of the state. So they, I wouldn't oh, wow. be able to receive yeah, tax-free stipends anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> some nurses, if they really do like a facility or a location, they'll stay there for 11 months. And then that last month, they'll probably find a new location so they can receive those tax-free um, stipends. I see. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and how'd you decide to become a nurse? Like, what inspired you to do that? Um, I think it was a really big, I had a really big influence from my parents. My parents are from the Caribbean, um, Haiti and Trinidad. So they really um, instilled in me trying to help other people and finding a good career where I can help other people, but also make a living. So I felt like nursing was the best career for my person personality because I am compassionate. I do always, you know, have a sympathy for others. I have a caring heart and I feel like nursing is the heart of healthcare. And it, um, it's the most, it's a career that most likely like relates to my personality. If I didn't, if I weren't a nurse, I would probably be a lawyer because I love criminal justice <laughs> fighting. <laughs> fighting for what's right. right. So um, instead of doing that, I fight with, for what's right for my patients. I like that. So like a patient advocate for sure. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Um, okay. So you mentioned a little bit about a BSN. Could you like just talk about like what a BSN is and like exactly how long people have to be in school for nursing and things like that? Mm -hmm. So nursing has different, when it comes to the degrees, nursing has different tiers of um, the degree. So but BSN is Bachelor of Science in Nursing, and usually for a bachelor's degree, any type of bachelor's degree is usually four years. Mm -hmm. So I obtained that, that it did take me four years. Um, but if you don't want to get a BSN, you can get um, an associate degree in nursing. I think that usually takes a year to two years, or you could just get um, associate registered nurse um, or an ADN. So there's different ways that you can take to become a nurse. There's not just one straight shot or one option. I know some people try to maybe get into a BSN program and um, it doesn't fit their lifestyle. So they do like mm -hmm. an accelerated or an RN um, ASN program at first. So it's not one program that you can choose to, you know, become a nurse. Mm -hmm. um, just pick the best path for yourself. And BSN was what fit me at the time. I was fresh out of high school and I didn't mind taking four years to complete my nursing degree. Okay. And so then once you have the BSN, how do you become an RN? So you are a registered nurse when you take the NCLEX. Okay. So 
my program, I graduated with my bachelor of science degree in nursing, but in order for me to become a registered nurse, I have to take the NCLEX RN um, test. So once you pass that um, test, you do get the certification of being a, uh, a registered nurse. Oh, awesome. So it's kind of like our board exams that we have to take in med school and stuff. Yes. I like that. Okay. Um, and so for people who might be, you know, either starting off in college or they're maybe in high school, or even if they're already graduated and they're interested in nursing, like what is your advice to them? My advice to them is to understand your why, because nursing school is not easy. It doesn't matter what track you take, accelerated, four years, one year, it's not easy. So understand why you're doing it because during those periods where you're studying for a test and you feel like <laughs> you got to pray to God to, to mm -hmm. pass it, you're going to you know go back to your why and say like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. Um, and this is why I need to overcome this challenge and get this degree and pass this test. So understand what your why is understand um what else would i tell people understand i think that's it okay <laughs> i think that why would, would get you through it because there were moments where i would literally get dropped down to my knees and i'm like lord i have to pass this test <laughs> i have to pass this test i have to um graduate on time get mm -hmm. my degree um so yeah okay that definitely, I, I can relate, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember those days. Oh, yeah, they definitely stick with you. Yeah. Um, and if you could go back and give your younger self advice, what would you tell her? Everything's going to be fine. Everything is going <laughs> to fall into place. I always, I'm worried so much. I'm still that way. Um, I've calmed down a lot. But I would tell my younger self that everything is going to fall according to plan because a lot of people don't know that, okay, yes, I'm a nurse right now. I'm doing all these big things. But when I first started college, I was in pre-nursing. So everyone knows if you're in pre-nursing, you're basically a whole year behind. Mm -hmm. um, so I was a year behind and I had to take summer classes um, to catch up. I think right. I took micro and a, um, anatomy and physiology during the summer so I could catch up and graduate on time. Um, but yeah, I would definitely tell my younger self like, okay, you're a year behind, but you're going to get it. You're going to get there. You're going to graduate on time. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, so you touched a little bit on about this before, about like your spiritual help, your spiritual nature being part of the things that keep you a little bit sane. But what other ways do you like protect your mental health, both being a nurse and also when you were back in school? When I was back in school, I would say just taking necessary breaks when I could. Um, I didn't go on, when I was back in college, I didn't really party that much. I was in the books, the nursing school isn't a joke. So I was, wasn't the partier, but um, I would take like little spa days or just be to myself for moments at a time and mm -hmm. then study. Or I would study with a friend so it wouldn't feel so overwhelming. Right. And, you know, we would crack jokes in the library. If it, I were alone, I would be like, oh my God, I have to learn this whole book for this test. I need to this out. But mm, I would study with a friend and we would, you know, quiz each other, crack jokes, be there all night. And then next day, 
um, I would, the next day would be a success, honestly. So um, I think having people around you that are going through the same thing as you um, can lower your anxiety or keep you calm during those moments that are very, very stressful. In nursing right now, as a, me working clinically on the floor, I would say that COVID-19 pandemic has definitely increased my anxiety. I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has. And I, um, I really had to talk to myself like, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? You're, like, you're working so much. And I know I feel pent up anxiety sometimes. Um, so one thing I actually did was I started working out a couple months back that um, helped me with easing my anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I also cut down on my um, work hours. Instead of working like, what, 50 hours a week, I work 36 now, which is normal full-time nurse hours. And um, I'm a lot more happier. That's good. I'm glad you're able to like kind of figure that out because I know a lot, especially at our age, everyone's like, you got to grind, 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 but not if it's going to take a toll. (laughs) No. Yeah. Not if it, if it takes a toll on your mental health, it's not worth it. It's too expensive. Right. I can't keep giving myself away for, I, I care about my patients. I care about my job. I care about taking out the care of others, but I come first at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, okay. And I know you also kind of just mentioned about having people in like, who are also going through it, but besides, you know, the people you were going through it with, who else was like part of your support system as a nurse and as a nursing student? Well, right now I surround myself, I think mostly with nurses, you know, Chloe's a nurse. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are nurses or in the healthcare field, Addie's in like PT, um, so they kind of understand sometimes like my stories that I, I say from my job, like, oh my God, this happened today and I couldn't believe it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then they, they would tell me their stories. Um, so I think it's really important just to have people that can understand you or understand the, what you go through on a daily basis. At mm-hmm. work. When you go to work, you're nurse this, this, and that. And then you come home, sometimes you're the same thing because your parents are asking you like, hmm, I felt this in my head. <laughs> what do you think this is? Or sometimes you just got to turn it off. You got to mm-hmm. turn that. I'm an off-duty nurse right now. Like I'm Kaduna. I'm not, you know, hi, I'm Kaduna. I'm your nurse today. I'm not that right now. Right. You know, sometimes you got to just turn it off when you get home um, and then refresh and, you know, go back to work. Yeah, you have to have a balance and some boundaries too. Yeah, no, that's really good advice and definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, and some people like to think that because we work in the healthcare field that we don't have time to, you know, do hobbies and any extracurricular. So like, what are yours? And like, what do you say to people who think that? Oh, we have time to do hobbies and stuff like that. <laughs> if not, what, you want us to be all work and no play? Right. All work, no play makes Jack a dull boy. We can't, we can't, um, you know, be all work and no play. So my hobbies are definitely going to the gym. That's a big stress reliever for me. Um, retail therapy never hurts either. Like <laughs> shopping a little bit, organizing my life. I like to organize my life. If my, for example, my room looks a mess, then my mind might be a mess too. Yeah. So I like to keep things clear in sight and then it'll be clear in my mind hanging out with friends, hang out with family. I find like 
great energy comes from, you know, the, the main root or source in your life, which is my family. Mm -hmm. So I was travel nursing in Louisiana and I felt there was this moment where I felt like just so sad and, um, you know, I was, things were just happening. New things were just happening to me that were good. Like I started a health um, wellness brand, Purine by Remy, but I was away from physical, like my physical happiness, which is like my family. Right. So once I got back to that source, you know, I intake the good energy when I am around them so I could be able to, you know, do things on my own. Not saying that I'm dependent on them, but I, I recognize that they're um, a healthy source in my life and that mm-hmm. I like to get all my good juices from them. <laughs> now that's awesome that you have like realized that that's a source of your just like being basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and last question for kind of like, you know, the topics that are surrounding our lives is like dating. Like a lot of people think dating is hard, same way they think you can't do extracurriculars and hobbies. Like, what do you say for that? First of all, I found love in a pandemic, guys. <laughs> Who would have thought? Like, oh my Who God. <laughs> Who would have thought that? But um, we definitely can find time for dating. It's hard because we're so busy with school, with work, with other stuff. We want to create the best future that we can now because, you know, we're still young and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But um, it's important to know that even though you're building yourself up and you're building your future, you could also do that with somebody else. Mm -hmm. You can do that together. You don't have to be a solo unit and do everything yourself. That's what I thought at one point. I'm an independent woman. I'm going to just do everything myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm still kind of like that in the back of my mind. But I realized that I can do it with a partner. And it's it's better when you do it with someone Mm -hmm. that you actually care about and they care about you and your dreams. So um, it's possible. It's okay. possible. Even if you guys are in med school, I hear med school is difficult. <laughs> it's not easy. That is for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I it's like the same thing you said. It's just, you got to make it work, honestly. Like then you might have to sacrifice some date nights to study, but if you find someone who understands what you're doing and is willing to study with you, even better. Look, there you go. And I'm in a long distance relationship. So if I could do it, y'all could find the time to. <laughs> right. No, seriously. Um, okay. So you just mentioned Pure Rain by Remy. Tell me a little bit about how you got this started, what it is, and where my listeners can find it. So Pure Rain by Remy, um, we do have an Instagram page. Um, it's called Pure Rain by Remy. And then the site has the same name, PureRainByRemy.com. It's a health and wellness brand. Um, I developed it in my mind. (laughs) In my mind, um, I really wanted to bring health and wellness to the forefront, I kept seeing people die with the COVID-19 pandemic and especially, you know, being an ICU nurse, Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are not in the healthcare field, they see the numbers on the TV, but they don't see, actually see all these people dying in the hospital. I see these people, you know, taking their last breaths in the hospital. And I felt, there was a point where I felt hopeless. I felt like, okay, what is working? Like, I don't, I don't know how to help, help these people the way that I want to. Um, so the best, I think, treatment to illness is to is prevention, not to get it in the first place. Um, so if I could help people build immunity or you know build 
themselves up physically, whether it be physically or mentally, um, I want to do that. So that's why I created Pure Rain by Remy. Um, I wanted to do it now because I just recognize the need for it. I recognize the need for it. And right now we're starting with um, vitamin supplements to help people build their immunity. And Mm -hmm. we get, um, there's this one um, supplement we have is super energy instead of drinking coffee or energy drinks to help you throughout your shifts, because I know my 12 hour shifts, yep. you probably have call. Yep. I know what yep. you mean. <laughs> and you're in school. I'm in school. Um, you gotta stay out. You gotta, you know, be the most productive you can within the 24 hours that God has given you. Um, so we have vitamin supplements to help you keep you up, um, the natural way. So I love what I've created. I'm trying to expand on it. I will expand on it um, very soon. So everything just takes time and I'm really proud of it right now. Awesome. I'm proud of you for doing that. That's definitely really amazing. Um, And how do you, how are you able to balance both being a full-time nurse and also having a side business? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Honestly, I'm still balancing. Um, On my off days, I work on the business. Okay. And I've, I found that even on the days that I work, I get so tired <laughs> at the end of the day when I drive, mm-hmm. I have to drive an hour back home from my travel assignment. Mm-hmm. So I get so um, tired, but I try to keep in mind the bigger picture. I want to create a certain life for myself and I want to help people while I'm doing that. Right. So I, I just have to keep in mind my goals and keep pushing forward, even though it's difficult right now, on top of everything, I have school and I'm trying to excel in that. So yeah, everything pushing. Yeah, it's it's, gonna be fine. Yeah, it sure will be. Um, So each week on um, Healthcare Podcast, we have a segment called On the Grill, where we basically kind of explore topics that are current in the news. Um, so I was researching and I found that the American Nurses Association says that more registered nurse jobs will be available through 2020, 2022 than any other profession in the United States. Um, and so the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics projects that 11 million additional nurses are going to be needed to further the shortage. And so basically they're projecting that the nurse, the opportunities for nurses are growing faster than basically any other um, occupation. And um, they're also saying that currently there's approximately 1 million registered nurses that are um, older than 50. And so by within the next 10 to 15 years, that's going to be one third of the nursing workforce that's not going to be, you know, going into retirement. So like, how do we, how do we fix this, Kidwina? Okay, let me just tell you, you, I think even from the first day of nursing school, they told us about this nursing shortage. And mm-hmm. I know it's going to be even shorter after this pandemic right because a lot of nurses have experienced burnout i would say on the clinical nurse level how to retain nurses and you know kind of lessen the shortage just you know treat nurses better mm-hmm. listen to us we are doing all of this work um when we speak like please listen mm-hmm. if we're crying out for certain something that we need we really need it because we we don't just talk for no reason. All right. So I feel like a lot of nurses are experiencing burnout, and that's unfortunate. Um, with the my line, "Pure Rain" by Remy, 
I call it self-care essentials for the essential. So for the essential worker workers, to I like them, that. Yeah, to help them um, improve their health and to, you know, go on because right. life is hard. It's difficult. And we just need, we all need like that extra push, whether it be something on the cellular level to help us or something out like external mm-hmm. um, on the nursing school level to help with the shortage I would say more support in nursing programs I've heard a lot of nurses say that they are not supported within their programs and um, they find it difficult to either pass tests or you know pass a course Mm -hmm. and they drop out so that's not gonna help that's not gonna help (laughs) us at all um, so I would say more support on that level. I've heard so many nurses say, if they say if they, I guess, failed a, a test, mm-hmm. a teacher would automatically say, well, I guess nursing is not for you being very discouraging, wow. and, yeah. you know, just saying like, oh, maybe you should do another program when their heart is really set on nursing. Right. Don't, you know, discourage these people that are already in the program and they're having a difficult time. Support them, motivate them, and help them get to the next level. That's what I, I would say that could help, I think the nursing environment as a whole, more support from each other too. That's awesome. I hope that it works because as a future physician, I know if we don't have nurses in the hospitals, they won't want run well, so. We need each other, okay? We do, 100%. We need to support each other and work with each other. Um, right. Well, those are all the questions that I have for you today. So thank you so much for joining me, Kidwina. Um, can you tell my listeners where they can find you? You can find me at Miss Remy RN on Instagram and I think on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions, um, have the same Gmail, Miss Remy RN at gmail.com. You can just tell me, ask me all your questions and I'll answer them. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. And I'll be sure to link her info in the description for this show. Um, And as always, if you have any questions, advice, comments, if you think you're a healthcare professional that I haven't interviewed yet, please email, send your emails to healthcarecookout at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram at healthcarecookout and on Twitter at hccookout. Um, It's two C's by the way. And thank you guys so much for coming to the cookout and I'll see you next week. Bye.